Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Monday, September the 16th, 2019. Hi, I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. I have to apologize. It sounds like I've eaten a bag of nails. Uh, I may or may or may not have left my voice in the weekend. Uh, Hopefully, it's going to turn up by about Wednesday. Coming up, big happenings from Clash of Champions last night, including a return that is long awaited. We'll get to that very soon. We have dates for the next WWE draft, 100% confirmed by WWE. Uh, Details of the altercation over the weekend involving Big Cass and Joey Janela. And Goldberg comments on Riddle. We'll get to that at the end of the podcast. What's that? No! It's Harper! What the world? Harper! Rowan's longtime partner! These two go all the way back to the Wyatt family now. You've got to be kidding me! We haven't seen Harper in months! So in the closing moments of Clash of Champions, we may have got an appearance by The Fiend, but online, everybody was talking about the return of one Luke Harper, who made his presence felt during the no-disqualification match between Roman Reigns and Eric Rowan, allowed Eric Rowan to pick up probably the biggest victory of his career over former WWE and Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Incredible scenes. Uh, Luke Harper has been very conspicuous by his absence from WWE television. Uh, He spent most of the last year and a bit very much on the periphery, even to the point where back in April he was very outspoken on Twitter, asking for a release, saying how unhappy he was. And it's nice to finally see the WWE get behind Luke Harper again. I think it's it's also very promising to see that it looks like the the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick has disappeared. I was looking forward to seeing Luke Harper come back. I don't know if I want to see Luke Harper walking around with a massive hammer anymore. So I'm quite happy to see this as the return of Luke Harper. And Luke Harper and Eric Rowan finding each other again. They, they kind of feel like star-crossed lovers. They just keep turning up wherever they go and in WWE. They always somehow find their way back to one another. It's, it's, the, it's a love story better than Twilight, really. Uh, so Luke Harper going forward... Um, 
We're going to keep an eye on this. Hopefully, this is the start of really, really big things for Luke Harper. Of course, loads of other stuff went down at Clash of Champions and on the YouTube channel today. Uh, Chat the Jobber is, is looking at what happened, every single step of what happened throughout Clash of Champions. And I'll be along a bit later on today uh, to give some grades to in Clash of Champions graded on our YouTube channel here at Cultaholic. We are proposing a brand extension under the World Wrestling Federation corporate umbrella. We also propose that one week from tonight on Raw, there be a draft of World Wrestling Federation superstars in which each co-owner would select his respective talent who would be exclusive to his brand. So WWE has officially confirmed that the draft will be taking place across two shows next month. It's going to begin on SmackDown on Friday, October the 11th, and then continue on to Raw on Monday, October the 14th. This is something that we'd heard about, we'd, we'd heard speculated, but now we know it's a thing, and Dave Meltzer confirmed this. Uh, and uh, it's it, what it does show you is SmackDown is very much being treated almost the, 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 the main brand, the A-show, for years and years, Monday Night Raw has had that role and SmackDown's very much been there. It's been the home of sort of a lot of times and, and you know, as a seasoned wrestling fan, if you're a seasoned wrestling fan like myself as well, you'll know a lot of times SmackDown kind of becomes that place where they just sort of keep feuds on the back burner. Like you'll have a tag team match to keep things ticking over till we get to Raw next week where the two guys will fight again. That's always been the case. Then when the initial draft came around in 2003, we saw very much a work rate led SmackDown, but still very much a B-show SmackDown. But now... What with the first show being like a big welcoming back of WWE legends and the following show being the draft where it, well, the first show of the draft very much gives you the direction that WWE moving towards making SmackDown the A show. Uh, there's not just going to be wrestlers that are going to be drafted, but we're going to see commentary teams drafted. And there is talk that we'll go back to a two person commentary booth as well. And there's also, as we know, if you follow the podcast, you'll know that there's a lot of discussion regarding uh, writers as well and the writers getting their own specific brands to work on going forward as well. So we'll have more draft news as we get to it. We're about a month away. We've not long had a shakeup. To everybody out there in the world that buried me when I was at my lowest point, to everybody that tweeted me pictures of me being fat and called me fat and called me names, and said you're out of shape, you'll never get back into wrestling. I say this, I ain't dead yet. So there was reports over the weekend of an incident between former WWE guy Big Cass and Joey Janela. They were at a WrestlePro show over the weekend, a, a show that was dedicated to Pat Buck, who is leaving WrestlePro to join WWE as a producer. Now, according to Wrestling Observer Radio, Big Cass showed up at WrestlePro in a belligerent state. That is the terminology we are using. He was a in a belligerent state. Uh, he threatened and may have also uh, slapped the face of one Joey Janela. And uh, there's been a lot. Of, there was a lot that went on. It was a it was a weird experience for all involved. Joey Janela uh, says that Big Cass was claiming he that he had clothes stolen from him. He was just very argumentative with a lot of people. And it came to uh, a moment where. Uh, he got in the face of Pat Buck, who is, as we say, the guy that the show was for. Uh, he backed Pat Buck into a corner, which led to Pat Buck punching Cass in the face and apparently knocking him out in the process. 
After this, uh, Big Cass was asked to leave the venue. He was taken out of the building, and uh, there's apparently a conversation that he had with police outside. There were reports that Big Cass got arrested, but that doesn't appear to be the case. Uh, but there was a lot of concerns for Big Cass after that because people say he was sat on the sat on the uh, on the pavement outside uh, in a very distressed state. Uh, this has been a really a really tough time for Big Cass. We've we've reported on and his happening since leaving the WWE, and there was an unfortunate incident where he had a seizure backstage. We've seen him get now into the best shape of his career and he's talked very openly about his mental health and alcoholism and, and, it's, and it's sad to hear stories like this with somebody who you feel like is on the up and up and suddenly that happens. Joey Janela tweeted after the event saying it was probably the most bizarre situation I've ever seen, let alone being a part of in a wrestling locker room in 15 years. Everything was cordial and friendly on Friday when we worked together and I hope the dude gets back on the right track. So AEW are looking away from arenas for some of their forthcoming shows. They want to have a very different feel to their product. And the talk is uh, that they're going to look at doing more on-site shows. So not shows in, in well-known venues, but uh, but places like outdoor venues and, uh, and who knows, maybe the Mall of America. Maybe the Mall of America. Uh, this is all part of a of a drive, according to Tony Khan and AEW higher ups, to continue to make AEW to make it feel like it's it stands out a little bit and away from WWE. Uh, we've already seen some really wonderful venues used so far. A fight for the fallen. Uh, the show was outdoors and it just felt like a really a really interesting aesthetic to use. Anything they can do to make themselves stand out a little bit, I'm, I'm all for. I'm all for. Also, as I say, AEW returning to the Mall of America. So how is this for a shot fired at AEW? Dave Meltzer talked about this on the latest Wrestling Observer Radio. Uh, on the day that AEW are launching on TNT, WWE have invited several wrestling journalists to take a tour of the Performance Center. Now, that might just seem like quite a nice thing to do by the WWE, quite a nice little bit of PR, but to do it on the day where all the eyes of the wrestling world should be on AEW is quite interesting. That's not a coincidence. Almost if I were AEW, the way that WWE has acted since I turned up, I'd actually be quite flattered. So Ric Flair's WWE Legends contract is coming to an end. It expires next year, which would mean Ric Flair is free to pursue other wrestling endeavors. I'm going to say AEW. I know we say that for everybody that leaves WWE, but I can I know for a fact that Ric Flair is booked on Chris Jericho's uh, Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. This is the wrestling cruise that Chris Jericho is putting on next year. Ric Flair is scheduled to appear there on the same cruise where AEW are going to be filming. They're going to be doing stuff for their TV show, possibly even in line with their plans to do more stuff off off site on site, maybe even filming an episode of the TV show there. And if Ric Flair's there, and his contract hasn't been extended, and he's a free agent. Nothing wrong with Ric Flair turning up on the boat and turning up in AEW. And finally, we've reported previously about Matt Riddle's Goldberg comments. Uh, Riddle's been very outspoken about the former WCW champion, quite a few people in general. Uh, we heard from Goldberg over the weekend. He spoke to Helen Lee from Eyes on the Game. Uh, he's been talking about wanting to wrestle Kane Velasquez, who was at Madison Square Garden's Hulu Theatre over the weekend for AAA. Goldberg was also asked about the tension between himself and Matt Riddle. 
and he had this to say. Matt who? I don't even know who that is. I don't answer questions of people who haven't made it yet. Cheeky little dig by Goldberg. Cheeky little dig by Goldberg. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Daily News podcast. Coming up on the YouTube channel today, uh, we are going to be grading Clash of Champions, you and I. I'll be along later on to do that. And uh, you can check out all the happenings from Clash of Champions uh, with Jack the Jobber on our YouTube channel as well. And at Cultaholic.com, which NXT UK match is taking place at Evolve very soon. Find out at Cultaholic.com. Thank you so much for downloading. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you, bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 